This is Drop Tent Media Network. Hey, hold right there. Don't dare skip this. This is an important message. Me and my boy, Albert Davis, we want to tell you about our podcast, Seriously, Dad. Albert, why should they listen? Because it's the best podcast in the world. It's by two comedians who are dads. And you know what we're talking about? Being dads. It's called Seriously Dad. Check us out on social media at Seriously Dad Podcast. And anywhere you get your podcast, that's where we're at. We're funny. We got some great guests coming our way. We cover the topics you want to hear. Check us out. The old saying goes, if you don't work, you don't eat. Whatever the new saying for the new generation, you either grind or starve. Established in 2015, Grind the Star of Apparel has become the premier fashion brand for today's hustlers, entrepreneurs, and CEOs in the making. The online store provides groundbreaking styles and innovative designs for today's go-getters, proving that you can grind and look good at the same time. Grinder Starve has several collections to choose from. The new GOS Luxury, Designer, Location Apparel, Rep Your City to the Fullest, Fitness, Barber Edition, Stylist Edition, and Baker's Edition. Go to GOSApparel.com the next time you need a hoodie, polo, G-shirts, bags, all made with the best quality materials. Grinder Starve, the choice is yours. Go to GOSApparel.com. Uh-huh. IIQ basketball with Brian Isley uh-huh. and Raymond Bird. What's going one. on, bro? I'm going to go for like a, like a quadruple double. Uh-huh. And welcome to another edition of High IQ basketball with Brian Isley and Raymond Bird. I'm Brian Isley. That's Raymond Bird. We got super producer Neil. And we have a special guest in the building, Western Kentucky alum, former pro overseas, Mr. Khalil McDonald. What's going on, sir? How you doing, man? How you doing? Thank you for having me, sir. Appreciate it, man. You go to Hollywood <laughs> with the shades on and shit. Right, this guy think he's cool and all that, man. Yo. <laughs> Ray, what's going on, bro, I'm man? Good, I'm it's, good, I'm it's good. It's been, so it's been like 10 days since our last episode. Right, So right. we got a lot to talk about. Uh, first quarter, quarter number one, since the end-season tournament has ended and the Lakers hoisted the commissioner's cup they've looked like shit uh one in six one in five one in six since then and um things are looking good i've seen anthony davis got hurt uh what's y'all take man what, what's what's going on was the lakers fool's gold in the end season tournament is that the real lakers or are we seeing the real lakers right now afterwards i'll start with you ray i think that the uh end season i think it was all in you know what I mean? I think Lakers got one of those tough those teams where when they get in the playoffs, they're gonna be a tough out. They got a lot of different matchups they could bring to the table. They got a lot yeah. of size. And I think during the regular season, after they got out of that end season, they had a tough schedule. They had some back to backs in there. They had a lot of a lot of travel mixed in. So I think that all that stuff kind of combined with some of the injuries they had. Bron sat out of game. AD sat out of game in between all that. And then they still getting healthy, fully healthy. I think they just got Gabe Vincent back last for the last game or whatever so mm-hmm. i don't think they fully healthy then you had d-lo struggling a little bit so i think i mean they're still a good team i think they not what we expected not a championship team like we initially thought they was going to be i think right. they're a piece away but they are a playoff caliber team i, th- I don't think this this stroll struggle coming out of that in season 
means that, you know, they're a bad team or nothing like that, or was that it was fool's gold? Khalil? Oh, I mean, first of all, they got, they talking about D-Lo on the trading block. That's already a mental issue, right, in terms of okay. how you going to uh, perform. So you coming in the game like, oh, I might be in traded. And then you see his numbers in the last. All right, so it was like almost 18 points a game for the first from uh, yeah, yeah. November and uh, what was it early part of early the part of season anyway. Yeah. And then now he's averaging like eight, right? Because you heard because you heard about the trading block thing. So it's like that's just one thing. Does a confidence thing like or or morale in the locker room thing knock you down 10 it, points a game? I mean, how would you feel from if? Me and Ray on the team, and you you are one of our guys, and we like me and Ray talking about, yo, think about you want to trade Brian? Right, right. But you hear about it. Yeah. I'm gonna feel some kind of way, but I'm Would still, that not I'm, affect your performance? No, nah, I don't I don't I don't think you so. gonna come out there and get right. Yeah, just to show like oh, why the hell y'all wanna trade me? Say so now you kinda help my point because you got either is he either gonna rise ride to the occasion or, or, you or gonna he's, fall? he's one and of he's those falling. that's fallen. He don't. He already not an alpha, so it's like, okay. But he he, he heard these he heard these uh, rumors for a while now. Probably since he came back to L.A. Oh he yeah, have been he's been want people have been wanting him shipped since, especially mm. after the Denver series, where it was times where he wasn't even seeing the floor. Well, I'm not saying he's the only reason. I'm just saying that's one, right, right, right. One of the, and I I don't want to say they content. No, but it's like you won that, and now it's not nah, the season just started, bro. You really just won something to say, "All right, we here." Okay. Now you gotta watch out for us. But then after that, you go on, like you said, you know, like you said, you made a great point. You're like traveling, <laughs> injuries, like all of that. We gotta see. I want to see where they go when January hits, like after the after the Christmas, uh, after Christmas, uh-huh. and see where they go because they got a tough. Couple games coming up, right? Right, right. Right, they got Boston on Christmas, and we'll talk about that later. But um, that's what is, I want to see. This, is this a is is this a coaching issue? You say they were all in in season tournament. Do you keep? How do you keep your team engaged after that? Because it seems like they're disengaged. Well, you know, you know, I'm not a big Darvin Ham guy. I think he struggles a lot with his rotations. You know, I mean, you hear a lot of like. Uh, he had Lamar Odom on, on one show podcast he was on. He was saying what he thought the starting lineup could look like or should look like. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. And it's, it's a lineup that he ain't never tried. Like just putting all your interchangeable points and all your interchangeable players in the same lineup. You're moving Vandy into the starting lineup. You can move D'Lo coming off the bench, which will probably help him. And, and I know we was talking about D'Lo and his struggles. D'Lo is having a career year. Shooting percentage from two, his three-point percentage. Like, he's having actually a, a solid year for compared to what he's done in the past. So, I think overall, I, th- I mean, Darvin Ham, I think he, when he, like you, we talk about Ty Lue. And mm-hmm. one thing we took a like about Ty Lue is that Ty Lue will try anything. You know what I mean? Ty Lue will come out with all fours on the floor. You know yeah. what I mean? All fours on the floor. Like, Ty Lue don't leave no stone unturned. You know what I mean? To find whatever they need to do to get the team going. And I think Darvin Ham sometimes gets stuck in his ways. You think Darvin Ham, um, because you just said Ty Lue tries anything, you, do you think uh, Darvin Ham has that freedom to even try to try anything as far as the rotation is concerned? I'm... Uh, I don't like to say, like, LeBron's 
the, you know, at the end of the day is his word and what it is, really. So it's like, you keep on trying to say, people keep on trying to say Darman, Darman. It's really probably LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> What's name is just like a, I guess a bench manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, he got to manage the subs and he doesn't sub well, like it seems like. I don't know if he sub like Ray has pointed that out. Yeah, I don't know if he subs well. Like guys, you gotta get like you said, you gotta get different lineups in there. Like you got if certain guys uh guard better, you gotta put him on the right the primary scorer or whoever it is right, and right. be able to switch and guard different positions. Like you said, D Lo come off the bench, that's probably a better idea. Put LeBron at the one. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean I LeBron at the one has worked. They won a championship with LeBron. At the I, don't, I don't think Brown is a one no more. You, yo, it's too much. You think it's too much? On I don't him, think it's too his... much. I just seen when he played against, like the Rockets, right? Who the bull he got beef with on Dylan on the Brooks? Dylan Brooks. You ever notice when they match up, Brown is off the ball because Dylan is picking him up full court. You mm -hmm. pick Brown up full court now. Brown's turning his back. It ain't old LeBron. You know, what I mean, it's a different version of LeBron we got now. And I, th I think if you are a good basketball team and you put a defender on him, I'm going to pick you up full court and I'm taking the ball out your hands anyway. Brock can still orchestrate the offense. It's just not from getting the ball off the backboard and bringing that thing up to court. That's a good so point. I think you'd be better off with putting Reeves in the starting lineup as well and let Reeves bring that thing up to court. You can still, Brock can still be the one who... It initiates the offense, but I wouldn't put that on him. I was liking Reeves off the bench, though. He's been getting busy, but you, I, mean, I don't, he's I don't played, think... They, you don't think he's played better? He's played great off him. the bench, but I don't think they one of those teams that has the luxury of having a guy who can get buckets come off the bench. Like, Because you got guys like Cam. I like Cam Reddish, and defensively, like he's been bringing a lot, but offensively, he's giving you five, six points a game. I don't think they got enough firepower where they can afford to have people in the lineup that ain't giving you buckets. Last that ain't stretching on, the floor. Last point on the Lakers, you counted that point. What is what he just said as far as Reeves? I know I I, I agree with him in terms of Reeves probably getting back and starting lineup. I just know that Reeves has been playing a lot better since he's came off the bench though. And just because you come off the bench don't mean you you're not ending the game. He's ending games. He's ending right. games. He's so making like, clutch plays for them at the end of. You need sometimes you need a, a fire starter. Cause things ain't rolling when you do, you know when you first when that tip off start. Right. So I was like, I right, that first four minutes once you get to media timeout, I right, here come Reeves or boom. You know what I mean? Now it's time to go. He's I don't want to say Lou Will, but that was the type of you know what I mean. Yeah, he bringing I, that, he bringing I, I agree that, with you. that yeah, Lou yeah, Will yeah. energy. Got you. Got but you. I, see, that's where that's where I think the D Lo going to the bench move makes sense. So you think he going to bring? I would bring D Lo off the bench bench. Cause you still got your floor general on with your second unit, and I would start Reeves because Reeves can play off the ball and he can be on the ball, and he's really good in pick and roll with Brian. So I like, especially that's I think he got up to a slow start, but Reeves he didn't came back, he didn't kick kick back up. So that, I was starting. I think he fit better with the starting point. lineup. Got you. We got three minutes left. I told you that was going to last the whole quarter, but you don't fucking listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Clippers have won nine out of out of ten. What's their ceiling? Clippers can win it all. I think the Clippers have been the best team in basketball maybe the last two three years. They just been having you know injuries and so on and so forth that's yeah. been knocking them out. I think last year the Clippers were the best team in basketball, and I think they would have won it all if they had been healthy. And I think 
currently constructed, I don't think I think it would be a great series between them and them and, uh them in Boston. And but I'm not gonna discount Denver as well because you got the Joker and I don't think they got nobody who can deal with the Joker. And I think he kinda evens that out. But Clippers is good enough to win it all. Shoo, man. Um it's uh, of course it's a, always a wait and see thing. We're we're still in December. We're talking about May and June, but I will say this: I, I'm I'm a firm believer of believing what we've already seen, mm-hmm. and what I've already seen from James Harden is he folds like a lawn chair when springtime comes. <laughs> These are just facts. <laughs> they they tongue. just happen. They, <laughs> He folds. The weather breaking. <laughs> he folds every single time, bro. That's not his role, though. I get it. It's not his role on his team. On this team, it's not going to be about James Horton folding it out. That's going to fall on Paul George and Kawhi. But it's not. He's going to. He's going to be. He's going to be a third guy. I I I get it. And he's going to be the playmaker of the team. And he, and his primary role is to get Kawhi and, and PG going. But. Mm-hmm. He can't end up with nine points in a decisive game. That can't happen. No matter what your role is, I think with this team, with this team, he can. I think with the Sixers, his role was bigger. It was Embiid, and then you need to harden, harden to be your best perimeter player. You know, anytime you your big man is your best player, you need to have a perimeter player who is his equal or better for them for you have a championship team. So that was his role with this particular team. He's the third fiddle. It's going to come down. Them winning the championship or not, it's going to come down to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. He's a third fiddle, but he's he's the second fiddle hasn't won anything, and the second fiddle has had issues at times in the playoffs too. Yes, he's he's come up big, but that was early in his career. That was a decade ago where he took uh, the Pacers to the the Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat. We haven't seen that Paul George really since in the postseason. They call him Playoff P, but they shouldn't. So your second fiddle needs to prove himself too. And your second fiddle has come up short, as well as your third fiddle. The only guy that's proven is Kawhi. Um, Agree? There's, to your point, they are, they're the scariest team in the league right now. Okay. They, they, from, I'm talking like, starting five bench, like, they got, they got all the intangibles to win the chip. But, to your point, we did see this Harden. He's already had uh third. He's already a third uh, option guy. Remember what, the Nets? What? The Nets. They weren't healthy though. So they were. They so, were. I'm just saying. So I'm not. His I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm just play devil's advocate a little bit. Yeah. Because you said you we seen this before and we have, um, not just in Houston too. Right. He had guys. You know what I mean. Didn't get it done. If he don't get it done now. I don't want to hear shit. I can't. This is like, <laughs> word I don't want to hear shit, bro. Listen, like, you know, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily in the cards for them to get it done. I think Boston is a great So you don't feel like, you don't feel like, I you think don't feel like are, it's do or die right now. I think they're good enough to win it. Clippers right now, this year. good enough to win it. But, you know, if they matched up with Boston in the playoff series, you wouldn't be surprised if Boston won that thing. No chip. You wouldn't uh, be surprised if Denver got it done. Chipper fell, right? For the Clippers? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's chipper fell. Absolutely. Then that's I mean, it. But I don't think that necessarily falls squarely on. And why you just got Harden. Boston coming out like that? I think Boston's loaded. <laughs> I he think ain't, Boston's he loaded. He ain't think that on episode one. 
I did. Yeah, I, he I has changed his mind since then. I thought it was Milwaukee, but <laughs> Boston's loaded. Defensively, Milwaukee is just... <clears throat> but they still there though. They still yeah. Well, anytime you got Giannis and you got Dame, you you got the firepower to get it done. They got a good overall team, but I think Boston has got too much. Chipper fell Clippers. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. All right, I'm cool with that. And, and same thing with with you, right? Where Clipper fell? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely, de- like definitely, <laughs> expectations have to be championship. I think right now. They definitely get into the West Finals. Okay. For me, and we're going to end the first quarter on this note, Clippers going to clip. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. We we ended in the uh, quarter number two, and quarter number two is the Christmas matchups. Um, with the, with the new policy... The, the NBA has where at least one superstar has to play. We are guaranteed to at least seeing some of the top-notch talent on the floor. I know you were of the mind, uh, especially last year, and not watching any of it because nobody played. Right. Um, first question is is about enthusiasm for Christmas games now. Are you excited again for Christmas basketball? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you grow up and Christmas, I mean, basketball was part of Christmas, right? You know, I know for me, that was one of my my things. Like, yo, we're going to do whatever we got to do, but I got to be home in a certain time so I could watch the games. So I think, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward again like I normally, like I used to be. Last year, not so much because of so many players sitting out, but we got good matchups. So I'm, I'm definitely going to tune into Boston and L.A. And that's it. <laughs> that's my that's, that's my, five that's the, games that's, bro. that's the game I got circled I want to say Khalil what's the rundown uh, the games Bucks Knicks at 12 I'm not watching that game because Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi doing the commentary I'm good on that <laughs> mute <laughs> Warriors Nuggets at 230 nice Celtics Lakers at 5 uh Sixers Heat at eight and Maverick Suns at ten thirty. That's two those are the two best games in my opinion to watch. Which ones? Warriors Nuggets and Suns uh Mavericks. Why why? That's more excitement out of them. Those I'm why? watching Steph and Joke and all that. Nah, it's Boston. Boston LA. What's like who's excited Suns, over there? Mavericks. Be Boston, honest. Boston Lakers, that's, that's that's a historic. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm, I'm, and then you got history's teams, fine. I'm talking about got, right now. And who, you got two teams outside that have of championship aspirations. You, I agree. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not watching the game. I said the two get two best games to me, two yeah. best matchups to me are Suns, Mavs, and Warriors, Nuggets. Warriors is under five hundred. What's wrong with that? They under five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> The Warriors ain't got championship <laughs> aspirations. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't mind watching Steph. I'll watch it. But I like the Mavs Phoenix because... Warriors know, could be D-book, 5 and 30. You know? D-book I'm still watching. Like, nah, I ain't watching them stay 5 and 30. With but, Steph on the court? I got to yeah. watch the game. D-book and... Uh, what's the boy name? Donkish don't like each other. So I'm going to watch that. There's a little something there. And Lakers on Boston. Does it need that? Does it need players like, that don't well, like, I like each other? like when... For it's the game to be there. intriguing, I like when it's a little something there because D- I do too. Yeah, right. D book doesn't like Doncic. I don't think Doncic really gives a damn. He don't care about nobody. I don't think. He, I think he just played, bro. I he think D book don't like Don 
Luca because Luca cooks them. Right. I think that's why what what it is there, but oh, I there think Don, Don is just so nonchalant about it. Don's like, I cook all y'all. Why are you mad at me? I mean, they got into it when they was in the playoffs. So I, I like it. I like I like when it's a little little testy. I'm I I'm excited. I'm excited for all of it. Uh, Christmas basketball is where it's at. Um Christmas falls on Monday, which means there's three NFL games though, too. So how does that affect I'm, well, I'm definitely watching Baltimore and uh, oh Baltimore. my, what? Baltimore, Niners, San Francisco. Right? Yeah, oh. I'm definitely watching. You know, I gotta watch my guy Lamar. And what, what time does Baltimore and know. San Francisco come on? So what if that falls that. in line with? What if that clashes got, with Celtics Lakers? I got a split screen on my team. I'm good. <laughs> I can watch four games at a time. <laughs> Yo, I'm definitely watching that the Baltimore game. Like it is, it is wow how how that set up, but the. My the most intriguing matchup for me personally, and you mentioned it before, is Celtics Lakers because the history is there. They're the two most story franchise in the NBA, and now they're both relevant again. And you're a LeBron fan. Let's just say that first, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why. But I'm all, I'm also I'm also a Tatum and, and Brown fan. Yeah, so if they was if 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 LeBron wasn't on the Lakers, you wouldn't care about this game. That's not true because I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> I, I would. You see, thank you. I would. I'm a Lakers Brian fan. Brian in LA, bro. I ain't watching it. Like that's the guy that goes wherever Brian goes. I'm I'm not that you're a Lakers guy. fan. My bad. I don't, I'm, I'm a don't Lakers smoke, fan. I, I just I'm just a I am a um a defender of LeBron. You know that. Yeah, he. I mean, he he deserves his flowers. Ho ho, that's that's established. Who's your goat? I think it's goats. Who's your goat? Yeah, he, who's, he, it's no goat. He's always been. It's not one. We've all basketballs. We talking. He's one of so those many guys. years, bro. Like you can't just say one guy's the best. No, the person why, I've heard. Why, him why, say, why? Why do we have to do that? Because I feel like when you talk about great players, right? I mean, and, and it's errors are errors, right? Yeah. Because I mean, we're gonna get into to will and why I don't agree with you, but and, and it's gonna will. come. It's gonna come down to errors, right? By that's where we're gonna disagree at, but. Uh, you start nitpicking and you get the opportunity to really dig into it's not just numbers, it's who can play and skill sets and all that who stuff. Who you played against. Right. And well, who you played against the competition, competition and all that stuff. I think you can have a goal. So you, who is you it? should know by now. We're, we're pro LeBron show. You know that. LeBron's right. a goal. I just wanted to see where you was at with it. You know what I mean? It's I'm good. definitely taking LeBron over Jordan if you, if you Okay. Whoa, right. Why? Okay. Come on, man. I'm like, saying I, I agree with you. I just want to know because because I respect your basketball player. opinion. I want I want to know why he's a better basketball player is really he a better scorer? Absolutely not. Right. I don't care about the 40k. He don't score better than Mike. Mm-hmm. All right, let's is go he, back. Let's he, go. He, he's making us three right here better. But that's what Brian's doing. The other part, Jordan, right? we ain't getting the ball. Let's go back to the other part. You said he not scoring better, right? No, he don't score. All better. right, let's talk. Let's talk about it, right? Because the, the the goal is to put the ball in the hole, right? Right. It don't matter if it's a step back jumper or it's a dunk. The the, the goal is to put the bas- the basketball in through the hoop, right? Yeah. Who's been better? He doesn't score better than Mike. Tell me, but if that if the goal is to make the basketball go through the hoop, Bron has done it more efficiently and he's done it more. Right. So how can some how can he not be the best at doing that? My thing is the skill set better. I get you. I agree with you. Jordan does uh, not 
he's not really looking to pass the ball. Obviously, we know that. And Braun is looking to orchestrate, right? That right there and alone tells me that you're a better scorer because your your mind is set on doing just that. I'm here to score. I'm get, I'm going for 50. Braun not coming out on it uh, uh, before the game. Yo, just give me the ball. Right, I agree. I'm going. That's what makes him the mental, the mindset is what makes him a better scorer. It ain't just about the skill level. There's a lot of guys that got hella skill. Paul George, one of the most skilled players in the league. He is. He ain't even close to being the best scorer in the league. He not close. Don't even you can argue that. Is he? He's not top five. He's never been. Has he ever been outside of the year that he almost got MVP? Where he's top three. That was the only year he was top top five in scoring. Right, but. I mean, that skill set. You can talk about skill set. It's still got to be uh, it's mental, bro. It's mental. It's got, but we got Jordan a lot of came in who are mentally. Jamal Crawford walks into a game and he wants his mindset is I'm going to go get fifty. He might not get fifty, but he got that's that what mindset. Makes Jordan, a, that's what makes Jordan who he is because he's go. He's getting that. <laughs> he getting that. Yo, the, the the goal is to put the orange thing through the hoop. Ain't nobody. Yeah, and Jordan, what's Jordan? Fourteen league? years. Fifteen. Fifteen. Right. 20 boy in 21 years, you know what I mean? So it's, of course you're going to score more. I mean, I'm not talking about just the totality of it. I'm just yeah, saying I mean, Brian has done it efficiently and he's he has, he's, he's, he's more efficient and definitely took way less uh, shots. Right. Jordan going to shoot. The fact that he Kobe took, shoot. took he way less efficient. shots and, and played over 400 more games is mind-boggling to me. To play 400 more games and to still take less shots and to still be more efficient, that to me... Tells me that he's that's a the better scorer. That's four or five years of basketball. You understand? You understand? Like I, under, I, both of y'all are right. The mentality and the skill set is Jordan all day. Actually, being able to put the ball in in the basket—that's the main objective that Dr. J's Naismith put into the game. This is the goal, <laughs> and LeBron James did that better that's than anybody. Like both of you guys are right. Both days can be true, and I'm not and saying they are. And I'm not saying LeBron's not a scorer. I'm just saying I just say he don't score better than him. Is all I'm saying. Is all I'm saying. I don't think anybody is better. You know what I'm saying? But and, and, but to his point, LeBron does all that stuff. I think, or might have been your point. LeBron does all that stuff while being everything else, while still being magic. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, you know that's my guy. And, right and it's all, <laughs> I, that, I, I was going to say that. I was going to say, when when he asked who your GOAT was, you you say there's there's different errors that you can't really say, but the guy that you brought up the most is Magic Johnson. Well, that, to me, anyway. These past few years, though, the, you know, I was a minute ago, though. Like, we had. Yeah. All right, so I you, can't even, he's not even close with him and LeBron now. You so love like, Magic, right? Yeah. Is Steph the greatest point guard ever? Where no, you he's went, second. Where, Magic is one. Oh, all right, all right. But he yeah. will, but he probably is going to pass Magic. Stop it. I don't even, ring or not. No, I'm not talking, stop it. Why? He changed the game. Bro. I know, He's I, whole I, I agree with all that. You got I kids agree. throwing shots up and looking at the way he can't even shoot. I agree with all that. Steph ain't no one. Mm-hmm. He ain't never been a one. He's a different type of point guard just because you know how to, okay. This is, what? this is why I, I like this argument. Forget the, ten, forget the 10 assists. I'm, 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 I'm just saying, he's, I'm not even initi- what? he's not even initiating no offense. Could you name me in the last, uh, um, that's the best, that's also the best player on the team. Name me the, the, the traditional point guard that has won a chip. Won a chip. 10 years, last 10 years. Name traditional point guard that 
Chris Pauls and Isaiah Thomases, those guys are ball dominant with the Rock, and they got to get their team involved. And they one of the best players. Name them who won the chip. Isaiah, Isaiah probably was the last. I said last ten point. years. Last ten years, there's none. The traditional point guards do not win no more. I, I, I'm not debating that. I agree. So what's wrong with these, these new point it's guards? Jamal Murray, wrong. Jamal Murray's similar it's in terms of moving without the rock. With, what Steph Curry is, he's an incredible basketball. It so why is he not a point guard? Take a, because he doesn't run the offense at all. He doesn't initiate the hit at no at no point in time during their run was he the guy initiate. At one point in time, it was Bogut. It has been Draymond. He has never been there. You He's must a not be great watching the words I'm what? Tell me. Tell me. When, so, when? so when Steph comes up court, and sometimes he doesn't. He's off the ball. When he, when he comes up court, he throws it, and he runs off. That's initiating off. That's starting the offense. Just because you don't like the way it's being ran, doesn't mean he. And he's a great in pick and roll. Steph can pass. He, yeah, he can. Steph, he Steph can. is great in pick and roll. Right. When it's in, when it's 13, 12 seconds left on, on the shot clock. Give me the rock. He can do that. He can boogie. Like he can. He, absolutely, I agree. So I you agree can't say he ain't. He not running the show. It's the, yo. I'm not saying Steph ain't capable of passing the ball. If you tell Steph today, yo, yo Steph, I want you to go get ten assists. He's more than capable of doing it. He does. He is not running her off. He's not a traditional point guard. You're he's right. an off guard. If he was six but, four, six five, you we would consider him a shooting guard. He's only considered a one. We only even having this debate is because he's. Under six four six. So he's six three. Uh he's he averages six point five assists. Traditional point guards don't win. I agree. I mean you can't yeah, a tr- traditional point guard can't be your best player and win a championship. Right. That's All what right. I'm saying. But uh final point, what's your favorite uh Christmas game? Since this was a uh, Christmas game topic. Clip uh Cavs, Golden State, first year KD got there. Damn. That's crazy. That remember that pass when Kai went to the rim, caught Brian Cutting, and he got that and one on KD and Dre. And when they had the end hung on the rim for 15 seconds. Damn. That's crazy. I don't know, bro. Mine. I'm gonna have to give that one. Okay, that's fine. Mine is uh 2004. Lakers Heat when Shaq got traded to the Heat. Wow, that was a good game. Kobe had 42, but Shaq lost the game. Shaq had a chance to win the game. game on the last second shot. Then go in, Heat won. Uh, it was it, it was a good game, and that the the beef was was crazy. They they didn't acknowledge each other or nothing like that. It was I don't mess with you, you don't mess with me. Let's play ball. Yeah, that was a great game. That's a good one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, but the that's my favorite one. But the the greatest one is the 2016 Christmas game between the Heat with uh, KD soft ass going over there and the Cavs and the Cavs won that game because Kyrie was killing Clay. Wait, KD. When K when KD, oh you mean the Warriors? Yeah, when KD went over to the you say Cavs. I'm like, what? It was, <laughs> then, Cavs, I did. I did say that. You said Cavs. Heat. Wait, wait, wait. It was Cavs. It was Heat and Warriors, right? Nah, no. Nah. I mean, I mean, um, Cavs, for for my for it mine, was Cavs was, and, it was Cavs and Warriors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And for mine, it was uh, Heat, Heat and Lakers, two thousand. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's why it mixed me up. Okay, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. We are headed into halftime. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. 
This is Halftime, and Halftime is sponsored by, if you know, you know, Trivia Games. This is a trivia game uh, created by a great friend of mine and a friend to the show, Saquon Gallant. If you know, you know, is a 90s to 2020s hip-hop and R&B trivia game is created by Saquon Gillette. As I said, it's Star Corner Productions, Star Corner Games, and it's the game you never knew you needed. Guaranteed to have you singing, dancing, laughing, and reminiscing. You'll probably learn something, too, in the most fun way ever. It's for ages 13 and up, because, you know, with hip-hop, we have explicit <laughs> we have explicit lyrics. But, yeah, if you know, you know trivia game uh get it on amazon and wherever uh games are sold that is our halftime sponsor and we are back this is high iq basketball with brian isley and raymond bird we are headed into quarter number three and um since the gm wants to talk about this it's uh 90 of the the trade players the players for the eligible for trade 90 percent I mean, I, I think it was a good topic in regards to, you know, I mean, you got a lot of teams that like, like uh, let's use Sixers, for example. They look good right now, mm-hmm. but they got the assets to go make a move and go add to what they already currently have to put themselves. I think they're a notch below Milwaukee and Boston in regards to trying to get down to the East. So, you know, the question was um, with most of the league being eligible to be traded now because the right. guys that you signed in the offseason, you had to wait till around Christmas for those guys to be eligible to be traded. So the guys like D'Lo and Cam Reddish and all those guys like this off this Lakers roster, all those guys are eligible to be traded now. So I was the question was, with the Cavs, I heard this rumblings that Donovan Mitchell is going to be uh, eligible. They're going to be looking to trade him. You got uh, Siakam from Toronto. You got the whole Bulls roster. That can be traded. So, you know what I mean? With that being the case, like, what, what do you guys think or what moves you think expect to be made? You know what I mean? Do you ex- expect the Sixers to be, you know, they're going to do something. You know what I mean? So do you expect them to go after a Zach Levine, a DeRozan, or I, Donovan Mitchell? I asked this question to Keith Pompey a couple episodes ago, and I, I tend to agree with him. Because I'm I'm looking at the Sixers as currently constructed. They just had a game where they're where they're three. All three of them had a thirty piece. They look like a well oiled machine right now, man. I I would be if I was at GM, I would be scared to do anything that may disrupt that chemistry. Now I know leaving it as is has the potential for them to be a second round out. I get it. I understand that. But that's what they've been for the past three or four years, and they made major moves just to be a second round out. So we've had this conversation before where they're playing with house money now because they haven't made a big splash in free agency or trades. They 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 got rid of James Harden. They got rid of that headache. They put Maxi at the forefront now, and now the expectations dwindled a tad. They're not championship robust or none of that anymore. But Maxi has risen to the occasion. Tobias has stepped up his play. Kelly Oubre came in and been a great addition. So now, if they're a second round out, it's 
okay, we weren't really expecting this, them to be this good without Harden anyway. So it's a win-win for them. I don't, I don't, I'm scared for them to bring somebody in like a Zach Levine or, or, or maybe a Donovan Mitchell or something like that. And it just disrupts everything. And cause you know, you got to, you got to implement them into that system. Now they got to learn this system. Now they got to play within this system. And like you said before, Embiid is going to take shots. Embiid is a shot taker, if nothing else. So that's not going, he's not going to change. Maxi may not change. Tobias may change with a new addition, but that player that just been brought in is definitely going to change because he, they're not going to be used to this type of play because they were used to being a guy wherever they came from, whether it's Levine from Boston or it's Mitchell from, from Cleveland. So for the Sixers, I say all that to say, leave as is and see what happens and they'll go do your thing in the summer. What you think, not just with the Sixers, but just overall with the landscape of, you know, potential Trade players wise. that could be traded and added to different teams? Lakers need something. Facts. Uh, Sixers one piece away from a chip. They're not winning that. the chip with this roster. You're not. You need it. They need like a Siakam. They need another damn near borderline star or a star. So like Embiid, it's a lot of wear and tear. I mean, he's shooting like a lot, but like he not really, he not really a, uh, he ain't no joker. He's scoring that thing. He gon' he get right. assists off of just, ah, I'm getting tripled out here. Right. Joker's looking to throw a dime. Like, gee, B, I seen him had a ball right here, 10 seconds. Five, ten. I'm like, bro, Oubre in the corner. Oubre in the corner. And Yo, you shoot we, I'm like, bro, pass the damn ball. Like, I understand you getting 30 a game, but you make your teams, your teammates better. When you show confidence in them, you don't. That's win winning basketball. That's championships. That that's the stuff that come up later on. With that 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 that's, that's not I'm, making that pass right there because you are gonna need Ubre to make that shot later you on. You don't need him, and you don't give him. You don't get him that's ready for that right now. You, yeah. This is when you make that pass, make or miss. You make it every Literally single time. Literally, people just paint clogged. Right, right. and that's away. the stuff right. that lead, that leads to you going home in the second Fade round. Fade away. Yeah, but we talked about this before. He he made the shot. So what can you really say? You can't say nothing. You but you go. You know it's it's not what can you say. I'm we're we're looking at it on a on the outside looking in, but it's like even Uber's over there. Like, and then he went down the other end before Embiid even took the shot because he was that's frustrated that's, that's, that he that's, didn't that's, get the that's ball. So, that's now chemistry is a little. You know what I mean? You can't yeah, say that he averaging thirty four. What you gonna tell him? Nothing now like worried. for another guy to come in. If another guy comes in, he's gonna know. You're around the NBA, you know what's going on. If I'm coming into a spot and we got uh we can potentially win a chip, I'm gonna buy in. It's in B's team. But do I wanna go there and boy getting double and triple them and I'm not seeing the rock and I can do I could get right as That's well? That's what I'm saying. So I don't know, I don't know if I wanna make a move like you said, but like you said, they do need another piece though, too. They do. I mean, they out, they out, they out. Second round. It's, if, if Embiid is looking at the situation and, and he spoke on this himself, like, it's, I, want, I want to win a championship. Even if it's not necessarily in Philly, I want to win a championship. So if you bring another piece in, I would assume that he would make the necessary adjustment. Like, you at 34 a night, you probably need to be around 25. You around 25, we can win a championship. We can't win a championship with you scoring 34 points a night. Hmm. 
I, yeah. In my opinion, um, looks like he just wants MVP. Said that, that I said don't look okay, like. Okay, so so what what he's saying and what he's doing and what what we see on the floor are two totally different things, right? Right. And then he told about the oh I, he said something about oh yeah I just won the fifty piece. Remember that drink you had the interview? Yeah, I won the fifty. I'm like what boy? Like come on son. That's what I'm saying. You gotta have you, you go. Bron in that same situation, Bron's making that pass because Bron's looking at Absolutely. the bigger picture. Bron's looking Absolutely. at, yo, I'm a, I need this guy to make this shot later on so I can win the championship. So I'm going to make that pass and be looking at individual and That's goals. why Joker but, got a ring right now. Right, right. Definitely. But Joker is naturally like that. That's true, too. It, it's, 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 t Embiid is that European going, back basketball. To, going back to Mike. Embiid is put the ball in the basket. <laughs> I'm right, putting right. the ball in the basket. I'm pretty sure Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse is a championship coach. I'm pretty sure they had a film session since then and MB saw that. I guarantee you, same situation, and B gonna do the same damn thing. I mean, yeah, I mean that's his game, but you know, I, I think the Sixers definitely should be making looking to make a move. Like you said, I, I was thinking Levine because of the shooting. But Siakam probably make more sense because you get more of a versatile guy who doesn't necessarily need the basketball in his Six, hands. Nine, he could fit. He defend. could fit better. He probably could fit better. He next guard, to he guard one through four. Yeah, Siakam probably makes more sense. Hey, or the other boys is Anobi. I like Anobi. Yeah, he fit too. He'll fit next to them boys too. I like Anobi. He need the, the Bucks need like a Anobi. I don't think they got no 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 fuck, nothing to go get nobody. I ain't got no ambition. No, they probably. I'm just saying them. What yeah. they they don't have that. They don't have, like, Chris Middleton is, might be tapped out for real. Yo, that injury like might have killed him. He looked like he died. So they need another piece, too. Like, it's a lot of team. Knicks, like, not, there's a lot of team that need pieces. Knicks got to go get Mitchell. If Mitchell hit the market, they got to go whatever it takes. JB and, and Donovan Mitchell? I don't yeah. like that one. You don't like it? I don't, 2 6 1. Me neither. They, I, they, I, you need, you need a, a big, you need a big wing New York defender, need, bro. New York need a star. Jalen Brunson need a star. You know, they, you were, they, they were just right debating now. this on TV the other day with the, what's the John name? Uh, oh, the 1A. Uh, Becky? Becky, Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. Coach she said he's not a 1A guy. I, I agree with. I agree with her. He's I agree. I, you need, you, you need, you always need pieces though. Right. Stars need other pieces. Right. He's not I, a superstar, no, but he's still a star. You could add somebody, you could add somebody, DeMar DeRozan, something, somebody, he need a, a wing. And the big, big that wing. they have ain't it. <laughs> they got um, what's Randall ain't it Mitchell what's the, the no, I'm talking about they, they, Mark, yeah Mitchell that young Mitchell boy, and then he's hurt and then, and then Hardenstein is you talking about Mitchell Robinson yeah they got yeah okay they got him and then they got I don't you ain't winning with Jalen Brunson I mean Jaylen, Jay, uh, Julius Randle you're not winning with him RJ Barrett <laughs> bad basketball being played RJ yeah I'm not a big I don't RJ care about guy. those numbers that yeah, uh, yeah. Julius Randle got he don't yeah. play good basketball like, right. he's inefficient he's an inefficient big you'll never win with Jalen Brunson could fit with a lot of different rosters. Jalen Brunson as year two works great. That's fine. You could win a championship like that. But you can't put Donovan Mitchell over there. I don't, I don't think even so. think Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell might even be, might not even be better than him for he, real. You don't think so? He might not be a better basketball <laughs> player than Jalen Brunson. Yeah, it's debatable. It's debatable. He knocked him out last year. Get him, get up out of here. Yeah, and outplayed him. He did knock him out. But I seen Donovan Mitchell drop 50 in playoff games. Have multiple, 
multiple. He put two Jalen just averaged on on Denver. Jalen just averaged thirty three on Jimmy Butler and them. Yo, he can play. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. I just so that's why it's debatable. Like this that, is debate. I'm not saying he's. I said he might. I, you could take. You know what I mean? And you wouldn't put them together. No. No. You're not winning no chip. Mm. You can't. Who? What? Name two back six one guys. They both. They both. They, nah, Donovan's not six one. He's six one, bro. Yeah, of course. And he wears seventeen. Nah, nah, Donovan Mitchell's not. He, he gotta be six five. You do. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. Five. He's Donovan Mitchell be. is six one, bro. Six. Look it up. We can, we can, look it up. Six one six two, bro. Six, five. He's an all guard. He's six one six two. He's six three. Six three. What? Was he? D Wade was 6'3". That's absolutely false. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead serious, bro. That's not. He's not six three. The, the Wikipedia is false. He's not six three, bro. He's not six three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right. He's listed at six three. You know how they. Do. I'm six three. I'm definitely taller than him. Yeah, absolutely taller. He, than him. he need. I mean, but they need some fi- another. You need. You need a star in New York. It's New York. It ain't him. It ain't him. No, but you need you need, you need a wing. You need, like you just said, you need a you need a wing. You need a wing guy. But the piece they if you need go, ain't available yet. Then hmm? the piece they need ain't available. Then it's only it Zach. They don't need a, you can't Donovan. I rather I'll take Zach. Zach six 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 five six six. Facts. Zach I'll take is. Zach. I think I, I need Zach in L A. That's because that's, that's where you want him. At. I'm talking yeah, about what, what they yeah, need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need Zach in L A. And you think that fits? L.A., yeah, he's a shooter. He fit, he, he fit yeah, perfect. I think Zach's fixing it. I think Zach's fixing it. Okay, I'll go back to we we learn from what we see, right? Yeah. These shooters be shooting everywhere else. Till they get next to Brian. Till they get next to, till they get to the bright, to the bright, bright lights. And then they start missing that. Look at uh, who? Talking Beasley. About, talking about spot up shooters. Zach is a hooper. Zach can hoop, yeah. Zach can hoop, though. Zach I'm not, hoop. I'm not, go to I'm lane, not denying put, that. Punch it on you. He can hoop. I, I'm he, not he denying that. He's not just, yo, Brian got the ball, draw a double team, you kick it to me in the corner. You could put the ball in Zach's hand and he can go get his own. Yeah. yeah. Game yeah, winner, too. Yeah, yeah. He fits perfectly. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I hope that's the case. If he, co- if he goes to the Lakers and puts on that purple and gold, it's different. Here's the, it here's, is. Here's, here's the question. He, I think he'll ride to the occasion. You go get Zach. And I've been hearing they want Austin Reeves. You do it? Yeah. That's what I said. I'm doing with, it. With, without Caruso in the, in the deal. If 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 it's a deal I'm breaker, taking Zach, period. I don't care who you, you put. You taking Zach for Reeves straight up? I don't care who you put up. Zach Levine is a better basketball player than Austin Reeves. There's no, that's not even a question to me. But you to got me, to, it's but my you, opinion. But you, yeah, keep, him, keep in mind, keep in mind, though. That trade is going to, for the money... D'Lo has D'Lo has to be a part of it, so it'll be D'Lo, Reeves. Uh, no, no, no. It'd be like it'd be like Reeves or Rui or some shit. No, 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 no. It has to be D'Lo. D'Lo only. That's the only real money they got on their thing. Uh, oh, money Zach wise. is making thirty, forty million. So you, D'Lo has to be in it. D'Lo would have to be in it, and then it would be another well, piece. Bye, I'm fine with that. Bye. <laughs> I don't give a, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine with D-Lo. Oh, my only, my only you giving is, up two ball handlers. Yeah, my only thing is, though, is uh, health. For Zach. Well, yeah. He's been relatively healthy since the ACL. Since he's been in Chicago, he's been I don't good. like how he, he carried himself right now. I don't like that shit. He went out. Play ball. It don't matter. Play that's, ball, that's, bro. But that's, ain't that what they all do? When they ready to Stop leave, being they, like everybody they, else, bro. Yeah, 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 that's what they when all they, do. They Stop try, being like yeah, everybody that's else. What they all do, but it's still sucker shit. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm ready, bro. I, wanna, I love basketball. Right. 
Alright, we losing. Let's figure something out. I mean, give me the ball. I'm gonna just right, we gonna I'm gonna go down shooting. Right. Something. Right. 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 Don't just not sit there. You acting like a hoe. Like right, right. I don't like that shit. <laughs> but that's what they do. That's that's the that's light skin shit. That's the culture. They all don't do that shit. <laughs> Even though you light skin. Yeah. That is the end of the third quarter. We're heading into the fourth quarter now, and uh, this is a very interesting take from one Mad Dog Russo. Or on first take, he was asked if uh, Steph should be considered in the GOAT conversations because Shaq brought it up after Steph's uh, heroic performance against Boston a few nights back. And Shaq posed a question, is it time to enter Steph into the GOAT conversations? And Mad Dog's response was, why are we even entertaining Shaq's opinion? When he's only the fifth best center of all time. Only. To which Shaq responded. Shaq did respond and say uh the guys that put he he put in front of Shaq, he would quote unquote bust their ass. So here's the five that Mad Dog Russo puts ahead of Shaq. One is Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Two is Will Chamberlain. Three, and I know you have an issue with this because he played a lot of his years at Power Ford as well, is Tim Duncan. Four is Hakeem Olajuwon. What an idiot this guy is. <laughs> and five is the late Mo- Moses Malone. What's his name again? I mean, I'm sorry. What's his name? Uh, Mad Dog? Ma- Mad Dog Yo, Russo. Mad Dog Russo with a camera. Like, what? Tag this guy. Tag him. Mad Dog Russo, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> Tim Duncan's not a five. Like, I said, and that list is, I respect everybody on the list, but Shaq is Shaq, bro. Like, he's he's number three, arguably. Number two. three behind. He's behind Wilton Kareem. I mean, that's just what it is to me. I got, I got him two behind Kareem. He's right there. That's what I said, argue or two. Like, he's he right there. I mean, you could argue Kareem. Maybe the best basketball player ever. You could, you could, yeah, you Kareem could, could be a goal. goal. Yeah, if you, I would be mad if you said that. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm, but go go ahead. Because I, mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to go last because I have a different take. I mean, they had Tim Duncan in there, right? I seen, I think Tim's more of a four than he has been at five because he's always been next to a five mm. for the majority of his career. But you got Tim at what? He had him at four? Uh, three, three or four, I believe. Three or four, whatever yeah. he had him at. I seen Lakers-Spurs matchup and you got David Robinson and Tim on the floor and you're using both of them to double-team Shaq, and Shaq still ate him up. So that, that tells you what you're dealing with. Shaq is the most dominant five I've ever seen. I think if they matched up, I don't think Kareem could do nothing with him. But Kareem got a better had a better career. So that's why I put Kareem at one. But I think if they matched up, Kareem kills every. I mean, when Shaq did, kills when everybody. When did you make that change? Because... We've argued for I years. Love, Shaq is my guy. Shaq is that's one of my favorite players. I, I'm, yeah, I know. So but when did you decide that? Okay, you Kareem gotta take is, everything into account, right? And, and Kareem had a much better overall career than Shaq, numbers wise and accolades. Okay. So when you throw all that stuff on the table, like I gotta put Kareem one. But I think if they matched up, I'm going with Shaq. Khalil. Matchup wise. I know you 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 that Russo's an idiot. Yeah, matchup-wise, there ain't nobody. He's the most dominant center ever. Not numbers-wise, but ever. Most dominant 
playing wise. Like you get in the paint, what you gonna do? Like I, the, my favorite dunk is when he dunked on um Dudley. The, what's it? Wolf in the York. white boy. Yeah, when he dunked and then pushed him. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite dunk probably in basketball because the disrespect level. My favorite was Scotty. Who? Scotty. When Scotty bang on Pat on the break. No, I'm just talking about Shaq. My favorite is Shaq. Oh, okay, like yeah. Shaq. Yo, Shaq. Man, listen. I'm with Shaq. So you, so, but you do have him third. Or if you want to argue, yeah. Will's number one to me. So this. Will wow. is number one to you. Why? Why? Will's Why? one to me. I told you I'm biased with Will, bro. I'm Why? Because like, Will from New York? Yeah, 15 and 25. What you, like, what's, what are we talking about? You know what's crazy? He don't pass the ball. He led the league in assists. Like, what you, what you, what you need? You know what's crazy? Kareem can't that, do that. Uh, that 50 and 25? What? He didn't even win MVP that year. Yeah, that well, was big NBA, o, right? the NBA. Nah, it wasn't Big O either. Bro. It was, um, it was Bill oh, Russell. Bill, Bill got it. And that team is what? I dig what you're saying. I, I understand. Celtics, but I understand the how, cra- how crazy it is for you to average 50 points and 25 rebounds per game and not... I think he finished third in MVP voting that year. And how many blocks he averaged? They didn't count them back then. So think about that. He probably had 20 blocks a game, bro. <laughs> think about that, Ray. Uh, listen, I don't care who we played against. That's not his fault. He had, that's not hyperbole. That's not his fault if he had farmers and, and firefighters out there. That's not his fault. Listen, it mattered, though. It, it does matter. But it, yo, you ever seen, you watch, like, I, I literally watch them nasty gray, gray and white games. I saw and it. And he was running. He looked like Giannis, bro, when he was running the floor. Right. But, uh, uh, and, and like you said, you can't help who you played against. You can't no, help he when you was born. But you put you, you put him on a basketball court and, and Shaq's eating him alive. He blocked Kareem's hook shot. Twice. I, listen, I'm, and maybe he blocks Shaq. And this is the latter run. years, bro. Latter. He's blocking Shaq. Absolutely. He maybe, maybe he does, but Shaq's eating him alive. And what are you doing to Shaq then? He might, he might. You not get no buckets? I'm not saying he ain't get no buckets. I like, I like, I like, I like what the if cards sometimes. Because it's right never going to happen. Because it's never going to happen. Right, right, right now, I like the, sometimes I don't. Right. But for this. These are some this, of my favorite debate, talks. For this debate. Because you're only going off, you know, what you've seen from that person happen, and what yeah, you've yeah. seen from the other person. Yeah, exactly. It's never going to happen. And it could be different. So it's never ending. And it could be different. Uh. I ain't mad at you taking Shaq. Nah, right? not, not, not at all. I Me love, I love Will, been. man. Just, just, I, I, just, I actually watched. I'm not just talking shit. I watch, like I watch yeah, right, right. old ass games. Right. Like, I have a uh, have a I have a different take. I'm not really mad at Russo's five. <clears throat> I'm not, and especially the fact that he brought up uh, a, a forgotten legend in Moses Malone, like. Okay, Shaq's the better player than Moses, right? He is, and he is the and he's more accomplished championship wise. But please, I I need people to not disregard how great Moses Malone was, and I'm glad he was brought up. Did y'all did you know that Moses Malone is eleventh in scoring all time and fifth all time in rebounds? Like mm-hmm. he's got twenty seven thousand career points, right? He's got sixteen thousand career rebounds, which is three thousand more than Shaq. He's got he's he's one of only eight players in NBA history with three or more regular season MVPs. 
is Kareem at the top with with six. It's Mike and Russell tied with five. Bron got four. And uh, Magic, Bird, and Moses got three. There's nobody else with more than three. Well, we all know Shaq Jab. Come on. Agreed. But I but I only can go by what happened. And what happened is Shaq only got one. That's true. You know what I'm saying? He ain't better than Shaq. And, and, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Will Wilt has Will has four MVPs tied with Broad. Um Will, bro, you can't deny the numbers. And I've been I've been of this mindset f- f- for my whole life. I can't help that that dude was born and, and started playing ball in 1959 in the infancy of the league. I can't. I he can't help that, and all I can do is defend it. Cause all right, you out here, what you out here with? You seven one and they ain't. Show <laughs> show them the difference. And he did. He showed them the difference, yeah, bro. Yeah, some guys don't show. That, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. <laughs> I, Taco Fall seven seven ain't he? You ain't doing it. <laughs> he ain't showing nobody shit. <laughs> so you you gotta go out there, you gotta play, you gotta show it. That man averaged 50 and 25. He is tied as the all-time leader in points per game with 30.1. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that the only reason it's at 30.1, slight uh, I think Mike is slightly above Wilt. But the only reason it's 30.1 is because, like you said, in the latter years, he wasn't even worried about scoring. He was leading the league in assists. He's a center who's led the league in scoring and led the league in assists. That's crazy. I don't think it ever happened again. It's about to happen. But Joker? Yeah, I think Joker <laughs> I think he leads the league in now, assists. going to win that again for assist drinks? I think, hey, I yo, think right Burton now. Assists. Race. He's ridiculous, crazy. though. I like, I like, I like Halliburton. 12 a game right now. It's crazy when he was talking. He's like, yo, I was a no-star. He's like, yo, when I was in college, I didn't, I didn't even think about playing in the NBA. I thought I was going to have a good college career and maybe slide overseas, and that was it. Now he's a superstar. So I, I say all that to say I'm not mad at Doggy's take. Now, Tim Duncan is a bit of a stretch. You know, Tim Duncan played 20, 21 years. Majority of that was at power four. I believe he slid to the five occasionally, especially when um Lamarcus Aldridge came in. But when Tiago, to your point, when Tiago Splitter was there, Tiago was the five, and Duncan slid back to the four. So the he and, and people regard Tim Duncan as the greatest power forward of all time. You can't get both titles. You know what I'm saying? Can't so, yeah, yeah, you titles. can't. Yeah, I don't. Eight oh five. Man. That's wild. That was wild on his part. But outside of that, Kareem is arguably the GOAT of all basketball. So, of course, he's going to be the greatest center of all time, and he's got the accolades and the championships and the stats to prove, to back all of that up. Wilt is Wilt, but we did all see Shaq. We did all see Shaq, and we saw Shaq at his absolute peak, and none of them people in them five can really mess with him. And that's including Hakeem, and I think Hakeem is the most skilled out of all of them. Hakeem Olajuwon is my favorite center. I just didn't mention him because he's not better than them guys. I used to be like, by like, yo, Hakeem, but nah, I, I got to be real. Because you've seen Hakeem play. you seen yeah. Hakeem as the only center. The stuff like, he was doing was crazy. He got crazy back. And he, and he great defender too. Yeah, was probably was the defender. best the, the center at the five. 
defender Akeem, at the five position. Akeem would be probably out of all of them. He he fits today's basketball perfectly. Like he'll be oh, a great yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be a great five in today's league because he can shoot. He can get his own box, bucket on the on the on the post. Yeah, and he'd be great and switching in the pick and roll. Like he would be great. Footwork is yeah. Footwork is very very vital in, in basketball. You got footwork. You can't work your way around. You ain't got a lot of bigs with footwork in today's basketball, though. That shit is dead. You don't get a lot you of bigs footwork in general, shit. Them, them <laughs> guards ain't got no damn footwork. You doing dumb shit. Traveling, <laughs> running. I'm like, yo, bro. NBA crazy, man. Niggas just running in the basket. <laughs> Four steps. Yo, it's legal now, right? Yo, like the rules, so you don't care about the gather step? That's not your thing? I thought you would be an advocate for that. Gather step is two ways to look at it though. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have a when you got a something I call like a negative dribble. So I can I can like dribble the ball and as the ball's hanging, yeah, and I don't touch it. Like if I do a cross over here and I throw it and I go get it, and I can take as many steps as I want until I touch the ball again. Then I got the ball, then I can take another two. Right. That's different. All right. Yeah, I don't I like the like I like, and I also like. All right, if I'm going in the lane, all right, two feet, boom. Then I can step through, cause I can choose my. You could choose my, your pivot. My pivot. So, you know, I see a guy going in the lane. You're Giannis be wilding like you, yo, bro, Euro here this way, then take another <laughs> step the other way. I'm like, yo, the game is it's just entertainment now, really. The thing that throws me off, it had a highlight, uh, Kawhi. He was on the block. Dude played great defense. Had him stuck at the high post. But he was allowed to step through, come off the, come lift the other pivot up, throw that thing, and then shoot the basketball. I've seen him like, I don't understand how back in the day, once you established, you got stopped off the dribble, mm -hmm. you established a pivot, you're stuck. You got to shoot, at the very least, you got to shoot off a two, or you got to shoot off of that foot. Now you can lift that thing up and get a whole nother step out of it. And it's legal. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess the rules. I haven't really like followed like the rule book per se, but watching basketball it's, it's, all these years, they like, promote you, you offense. See, yeah, it's harder to defend now though. It's impossible to defend with all the, all the stuff they defend. allow you to do. Yeah, that is the end of the uh, fourth quarter. Is that the that the final score, Neil? No, you tallying up. I had no idea we was even playing. <laughs> nah, nah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, you get cooked. Uh, that's not the final score, but the record <laughs> indicates something totally different. We're, we're, man, what's the let's, let's, let's get to the we're ten man. we're ten episodes in and um, what's the record? This would be little. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they know each other. They friends. Yeah, you know we all. Hey, wow, yo. that's wow. Hey, yo. Lil, Lil. I feel like you won today. Lil. <laughs> I'm just be honest. I feel every day, but Lil, they friends. And you know how, like, you know, Lil, you know when you play a game at the end of the game, the players take their jerseys off. Oh, they take a picture like, together and That's shit. what they do after every episode. He takes his hoodie off. He takes off whatever he got on. They, they exchange them jaws and they sign it for each other. <laughs> that is cat. It's a lot. That's I'm going crazy. through. I'm dealing with a lot of adversity when I come in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but but I, you know, I still perform. That's BS, man. But um, so I'm like, oh wow, I'm seven, seven and two. 
Seven two eight and two. Seven two one. Seven and two one. What's the OT? Uh, we're, uh, we're headed into the to the OT, and first OT topic is uh, Simone Simone Biles is is, is trending. Uh, her her husband recently stated that you know before they started dating, he didn't know who she was. And uh, that he is, quote unquote, the catch in a relationship. What's your take on that, Ray? I mean, I think people just take what you want to take for something. Like, I don't think he said I'm the catch, but he didn't say that she wasn't the catch. Right. So what's wrong with him being a catch? And she, I mean, I'm assuming if he chose to marry her, he got to think highly of her. So mm-hmm. you know, she's a catch as well. And what's wrong with him thinking highly of himself? You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't take nothing from it. Khalil? Yeah, it ain't, you know, probably wouldn't say it publicly, you know, that way. Because, you know, how people going to perceive it. Ch- yeah, they're going to change the narrative on you. Right. Oh, yeah, he think he this and that. You know, and especially females, they going to go crazy. Like, oh, he... <laughs> they going to get behind her like, yo, and then they can make it seem like they... They beefing and they really not. Right. So, but yeah, you right. But I'm, I'm still going to say, all right, nah, she's she's the one, you know what I mean? You know the bullshit lines, oh, she's the one the first day I laid eyes on her and that's some bullshit. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, <laughs> movie, romance, garbage. But I, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, she was, you know, I'm personally going to say to me, yeah, that she was she was the catch. Like, Okay. I have I have two ways to look at it. Um, number one, the the woman the woman is always the catch, because it's it's natural. We're males. We're the pursuer. We chase and we find our woman, and then we we marry them. So there, there to me, it's always the woman that's the catch. Uh, no, I take it back to the biblical aspect of it. If a man find it for wife, he find a good thing. It's not the other way around. Facts. So the woman is, is always the catch. Here's my, the, the second thing I want to say about it is everybody that's all up in the uproar about what dude said, notice that Simone Biles ain't say nothing. Because she actually agrees with him. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's mutual. That's why they are married. She loves him and he loves her. Like they they were both catches to to them. And whatever you feel in your relationship is how you feel in your relationship. No one's relationship is the same. If that's how they feel, if that's how they rock with it, then then cool. If he I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, because women don't let shit slide. I'm pretty sure she gave the go-ahead for him to say that. I'm pretty sure she gave the green light for him to say that. They were He was confident enough to say it. And he probably didn't know who she was until until they linked up. So that I don't think that was harsh. I think people are taken aback by the I'm the catch part of it. I kind of disagree with that. But if she cool with it and she's his wife, who am I to say Nah, bro. No, you ain't. You bug it. Right. Right. But in a traditional sense, women women will always be the catch to me. 
in the in, yeah, in traditional and biblical sense. In real in the real times right now, you don't know what I don't know what's going on. Right now, <laughs> this generation crazy. It's different. It's different, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, if we get into that, we're gonna sound like three grumpy ass old men. I don't care. He, <laughs> he gonna, like it's like we crazy. like we like we out of touch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, any any more takes on on that? On that, nah, nah, nah. nah, nah, nah. nah. Okay. Uh, the next OT topic we're gonna get into is this crazy TD Jakes, P Diddy situation. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Jesus Christ. Uh, man. Um, so there's been some allegations about um, Mega Pastor T.D. Jakes of, you know, T.D. Jakes is the pastor of the Potter House. Uh, been, been a prominent figure in main, mainstream for, I want to say, about... 30 years. I, I I learned about T.D. Jakes. My mom's a minister. She she was watching T.D. Jakes VHS tapes back in the 90s. So I've known about this man for a long time. And these allegations that have come out about him now being associated with, with Diddy is just absolutely, oh God, it's just absolutely wild. And um, I want to reserve my take for last I'll let Ray start off with it. When you first heard these allegations, they're not news. They haven't been supplied to us by any prominent media source. It's all been hearsay and allegations and all that. But what do you think? First of all, the, the term power bottom is crazy. Like that shit's <laughs> wild funny. Like that's the word we use in our heads that we we power bottoms. That's that's really crazy. But uh <laughs> but uh yo, I didn't grow up in church like that. So, you know, I didn't have no, you know, feelings towards him. Like I ain't holding I didn't hold him in no high regards or nothing like that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And But you knew these, about him though. I know, you know about him in it. All these celebrities, you know what I mean? Like when you start peeling back the the cover, they all be in the weird shit. You know what I mean? I guess once you get to the you get to all this money and the fame, I guess, you know what I mean, you start moving weird. You know what I mean? This regular shit that regular people do ain't enough for you. Hmm. Khalil. Uh man, it's um surprising. But I'm not like, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I'm, I'm surprised that it that these allegations are, you know, in the air or on the media or whatever. But I'm not like, I could believe it. It's a lot. Like, these celebrities, these, he's a celebrity at the end of the day. Yeah, he is. You go to these crazy ditty, whatever these parties is going on, <laughs> dude is, you know, back door. Pause, all that. So, you know what I mean? I was always against that, you know, but you do what you do. But you can't be a, this type of figure and you know what you believe in and then go and supposedly whatever and do yeah. that. You can't lead the church and be moving. Right, like you can't move that, you know what I mean? You got to move a certain way when you a certain type of figure. Yeah. Like, you, you are... In the black community, he's like, 
the number one pastor, bishop. He is. You know, speaking about, you know, I'm a Christian, so it's like, I. Right. That's, that's how you. That's how you get more non-believers. Yeah. You know so it's I mean? like, when oh, stuff they like, doing, they, they think, oh, the church is stealing. Like, you, yeah, you know, yeah. You got when private you, jets and right mm-hmm. when you see Bentley's stuff like that's that, like yo you can't it make yeah. you feel like and, and, and everybody don't move like that some real some people out there that got good intentions who truly trying to spread the word and get people to move how they need to move blah 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 and but when you get someone like that who at the top of the totem pole and they do something like that and make all of them look you crazy. Make, make all of them fall underneath that same window when that's not necessarily the case i mean at the end of the day you know we all human nobody perfect but that can't be a power bottom. <laughs> that power right there, bottom. man. You know what I mean? Back door? <laughs> yeah, you can't be a... Yeah, you wild. Power bottom, back door. All the terms crazy. Yo, I didn't even heard of that. I didn't even know that was a term. Like, power bottom. I never crazy. heard that until today, bro. Power bottom. <laughs> that shit just sound funny as hell. Like, okay. Uh, Damn. Oh, oh, oh. On a on a serious note, you said you said you're you're surprised, but you're not surprised. I'm I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because uh, I, what I am surprised about, I'm surprised at the reaction because we've seen allegations from mega pastors before, and we've seen the same type of uproar. We've seen the same type of reaction. I'm surprised that this is happening again yeah. in that regard because these guys, these these people are are people at the day. I think where the lines get blurred, yes, he's he he he's a man of God, right? Supposedly. He's a man of God, he's a leader of, of a congregation, a leader of people, tens of thousands of people. But those people are looking at a man of God like he's supposed to move like God, like he like he's God. And that's not the case. So when these people fall from grace, they look at them crazy like they ain't been humans this entire time. They got to stop putting people on a pedestal that is undeserving. Got to stop doing that. And you won't be disappointed once you stop doing it. You have to stop putting these people on this pedestal. You you can't do that. Yes, he's a pastor. Yes, he he's held accountable and he's held in, 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 a, in a different regard than maybe his congregation or maybe normal people because he took on this task to bring the word to people. But at the end of the day, he's still a man. He ain't God. He ain't Jesus. He ain't none of that. And he going to fall short. All these people going to fall short. Everybody falls short all the time, every day, 24-7, 365. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised at the at the level of the allegations, power bottom is crazy. But I'm not surprised that maybe he out here doing something he ain't got no business doing. I know people personally in the church that have done some things they ain't had no business doing. 
They still in the church. They still trying. They still trying to live a better life. They still trying to push forward. All, all, all anybody can do is is try to be better. I think he has. I think he had his 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 heart. I think it's real. I think it's genuine. I think he does want to lead people to Christ and 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 be a better person and be a leader of men and all that stuff. But look, uh, allegedly, dude got some demons he need to shake. I mean, I, yo, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, it's like you, we we hoop before, right? right. And, and, and you got you have a coach, right? And your coach is at practice holding you to a certain standard, right? We 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 got to move like this, and we if we want to win, so on and so forth. And then you find out your coach is doing something crazy. It affects you, right? Because you can't help but to because he's in this position. You look up to him to, especially if you have a a good coach. You look up to him to. I mean, how many times have you seen in those situations where the coach is the father figure? And I'm pretty sure it's the same way with the church, right? Especially at the smaller churches where this guy is looked at as you know as a father figure, as a, you know, someone you look up to, someone you take advice from, mm -hmm. someone that you're going to share your issues with. So I don't think it's crazy for people to, you know, to look up to these people. You can't help but to. Like, this guy's been the face of not just his church. He's been the, the face of the black church, right? You've been, been the, he been the can, blueprint. You know what I mean? Up. So how do you not look, you, you look up to him, you know what I yeah, mean? And you, you expect, you expect, I'm not going to say you expect them to be perfect. You know, they're humans, but you, you, you don't expect this. That's what. That's what. Any anything less, anything of sin is less than perfection. So, yeah, he's gonna be less than perfect. Like it could have been anything, and people are gonna look at him crazy because it's less than perfect. It's just that the severity of these allegations makes it seem even crazier. I'll 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 leave it at this, and and then we can we can close out the show. Uh, these preachers are preaching from the Bible. In the Bible, it says that you're not supposed to trust man, period. These are men preaching the Bible. You can't put your faith in men. So to all you people out there that's putting your faith in men, this should be a lesson to you to stop doing that. Put your faith in that word that he's preaching from, not the man who's preaching that word. And we'll leave it at that. Khalil, thank you for stopping by, man. Appreciate your, your input on the game and all this wild stuff that's going on outside Appreciate this world. You Appreciate you. Ray, as always, my guy, super producer Neil in the building. This is High IQ Basketball with Brian Isley and Raymond Bird, and we'll catch y'all next time. If you're going to a baby shower and you need a gift, I have the perfect solution for you. Go to Honeybee Cakes on Macari. Honeybee Cakes specializes in affordable diaper cakes. They make the perfect gift for the new addition to the fam. Search Honeybee Cakes on Macari today. Hey, everybody, this is Brian Isley, comedian extraordinaire. Uh, Asking you guys to download Logo, the Isley album, and Uno, the One Take album. Uh, I have three albums. They're all on Spotify. They're all on iTunes. They're all on Tidal. 
uh, streaming well right now, but I need more support. I need you guys to go and download these albums, man. Download Logo, Laugh or Get Offended. Download the Isley album and download Uno, the One Take album. And they are available where you stream all your music. They're hilarious because I made them. <laughs> so download these albums today and get your laugh on. Yeah, I can put that together. I cool. actually might. They're, uh, they're just audio? Uh, the, album? the albums, yeah. No, yeah. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is comedian Neil Wood and... Adam Nutter. <laughs> we can't do it like that. You have nope. to sound like a human being. This cut... That's insane. Because I'm, I'm realizing how little you're talking. Adam Nutter. I could just take... If you just want me to... Honestly, you know what we need to do is just get... You just need to get that clean. Adam Nutter. And then I'll just pop it in wherever I need to. Adam Nutter. Let's do that. Come listen to the Cult of Us podcast. That's our promo. Adam Nutter. A Drop Tent Media Network podcast. Go to droptent.com or search Cult of Us podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Uh-huh. I'ma have to tie up my Nikes for this one. I'ma go for like a like a quadruple double. You playing the game to win and greatness come from within. The only time you lose if you only never begin. Gotta be like the shoes and just do it. The clock is winding down, so now shoot it. If fortune favors the bold, that's why I keep on just winning. If timing is just the essence, then I'ma keep on just spending. I'm worth a couple of bucks. Shout out to Ante the Kumpa. Dropping in B-Ball facts that seeping into your bloopers. Advising like Tony Kuko, Drew getting into it mucho. Directing all these plays like my name was Tony Russo. Balling, that's how we do so. I'm going in for the win. Penetrate the lane like be way back in 2010. I'm stomping straight in my Tims. The basics just like I'm Tim. I'm dunking on you haters. A poster is where you live. It's magic all in my wrist. That curry, we going swish. It's showtime like the 80s basketball is where we live. I'm highly gifted and skilled. I'm going in for the kill. The game is on the line. Remember, yo, what's the deal? Pass it to Brian Osley. I bet he probably surprised me. High IQ basketball is just showing it's not a hobby. Playing the game to win. Greatness come from within The only time you lose If you only never begin Gotta be like the shoes And just do it The clock is winding down So now shoot it We playing the game to win And greatness come from within The only time you lose If you only never begin Gotta be like the shoes And just do it The clock is winding down so This has been a Drop Tent Media Production